You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. You're listening to The Weekly Ponder. I'm Nagina Pierzad, and I'm a columnist for the Daily Emerald newspaper. And I'm Tanner Owens, the current opinion editor. Um, so this week in the news, we will be talking about Kobe Bryant's exit from the NBA officially. Great, great exit. Yes, um, along with some tragic news having to do with natural disasters that happened throughout the world um, this past week, along with some Netflix. So we'll go from lighthearted to heavy-hearted, but it'll be a good mix of stuff. Mm -hmm. So Kobe Bryant, he has been playing for the Lakers nonstop since he started his NBA career. Um, And at 37 years old, he had his last game last Wednesday. It was a Lakers versus Utah Jazz matchup, and the Lakers came out on top, obviously. just barely. It was a great finish, great ending. Right. They were down most of the game, so it was a great ending. Well, thanks to Mamba himself scoring 60 points, um, Lakers came out on top 101 to 96. Are you a fan of Kobe? Are you sad he left? Oh, oh, oh. Huge fan. Really? I was born in Lake Southern California, so I've been a Laker fan since birth. Like and, uh, number eight Kobe or 24 uh, Kobe? <laughs> 24 Kobe. 24 Kobe. All right. All right. See, the thing is, is I have never been a Kobe fan. I've always hated the Lakers because of Blazers have been like ingrained into my blood. Yeah. yeah. Um, just growing up in Oregon and all of that. So I've grown up that on the fact that the Lakers suck and Kobe and Shaq are the worst. <laughs> Shaq. Shaq's a great guy. Great player. He's so funny, too. He's so funny. Uh. I was at Taylor's watching the game with all the other Laker fans, and it was crazy. Everybody was freaking out on their feet. People are on the tables, like, cheers and everybody. It was great. It was so much fun. Taylor's is our local bar and grill here on 13th Avenue on campus. It gets wild up in there. (laughs) Yeah, it was right before dollars started, so it was like the the calm before the storm, but it was like storm before storm. Oh, totally. (laughs) So with the Weekly Ponder, um, this podcast is coupled with a written article by yours truly. And this one, I knew I wanted to start with the whole news about Kobe leaving the NBA. And for some reason, I was just thinking about Kobe plus Tinder, the, the dating app. And so I imagined what life would be like if Kobe Bryant had a Tinder profile. Let's hear it. So <laughs> this is what I thought. So on Tinder, you know how there's six slots for pictures? Okay. I thought that he would only fill three of them because he's like too cool. He doesn't really need to prove himself, right? Okay. If you fill all slots, <laughs> it means you're trying. I'm not. I'm not a big Tinder like aficionado, so I need to. I need neither to learn about it. Neither am I. I'm talking from other people's experiences. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think he would have a full body basketball shot to show how tall he is because guys are obsessed with talking about their height if they're above like five le- eleven, you know, <laughs> which is great because as a girl. Not that I use Tinder, but I know other girls are always curious about how tall guys are. So <laughs> right right there with the with the basketball pick to show that off. I think he would then go into more lighthearted like face shot with like a Snapchat filter on it to be like, I'm silly. Also, add me on Snapchat. <laughs> right? And one more. What's the last one? The last one, I thought maybe it'd be like a picture of him with a kid to be like, with, I'm philanthropic. With his children? With his daughter? No, with somebody who's clearly not his child to be like charity work oh okay right? so he's using the kid and it would be mysterious to be like are you a dad are you not you know okay. play the guessing okay. game yeah. <laughs> for his bio this is what i came up with 24 period it's not my age it's my life 
boom, <laughs> mic dropped. Solid. Solid. And then that would be followed by purple and yellow heart, obviously, yeah. and a daisy chain of basketball emojis. Oh, perfect. That's his Tinder. Swipe right <laughs> if you see it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so at the game on Wednesday night, it was definitely star-studded. Um, Staples Center was full of celebrities. Everybody came out to watch um, Kobe Bryant say adios. Mm-hmm. He speaks Spanish. Did you know that? I do know. I had no idea. I was listening to um, the press conference after the mm-hmm. game, and there was a lot of Spanish-speaking um, reporters. Maybe there was just one. He asked a couple questions, and he responded in complete Spanish. I was shocked. Nice. I had no idea. Um, but yeah, so among the crowd was the throne, Kanye and Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. No bay, though, sadly. <laughs> um, One-third of the Beckham clan, a.k.a. David and his son, Brooklyn, um, Snoop Dogg, Adam Levine and his wife Bahati Prinsloo, um, The Weeknd and his girlfriend Bella Hadid, Gigi Hadid's sister, <laughs> and um, Kobe's former teammates Lamar Odom and Shaquille O'Neal made an appearance, obviously, and then there was who I like to call the ultimate fangirl, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> ultimate fangirl. Ultimate Lakers fangirl. Loves it. Loves it. Oh yeah, he was right there, right on the sidelines, um, watching his his favorite team go at it um i think it was an emotional night for many not for me but <laughs> for many others was, i'm it sure was, it was um but yeah so i think a lot of people who loved kobe also the people who really disliked kobe um were shaken by the by his exit from the nba but then there were parts of the world that were physically shaken yes. this past week and it was crazy Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. So it started with um, a 6.9 magnitude earthquake in, in Myanmar, the country that was formerly known as Burma. Um, good thing, though, no reported deaths after mm-hmm. this earthquake, mm-hmm. but a lot of people in nearby Bangladesh were injured. Yeah. Um, and then that followed just a day afterwards. In Japan, there was a 6.2 earthquake, and then on Saturday, another one in Japan, 7.0 magnitude. Um, And in that one, sadly, 41 people were killed, and 11 individuals um, were reported missing as of Sunday, April 17th. Um, And then the worst of them all um, was not in Asia. It was in South America, and it was in Ecuador. Um, They experienced a 7.8 magnitude earthquake on April 16th. So that was also on Saturday. Um, And there's 230 deaths and over 1,500 injuries. I cannot believe that. That is very sad. Very mind-blowing. Natural disasters are just so scary. When they weren't, like, coinciding at all, there was no, like, all three of them were kind of just... No. So in many articles, um, there's one in USA Today, there were a few seismic experts, um, people who specialize in earthquakes and all that. And they commented that the back-to-back earthquakes um, were not, like, they weren't related to one another. It was a complete coincidence. Um, Nothing really lining up. It was just, yeah, completely random. Just Mother Nature taking her toll. Exactly. It's interesting. I'm taking a class right now that's actually on volcanoes and earthquakes. And so it's interesting to hear the real science behind it and why they occur, how they occur and all that, because I had no idea. Um, But there's a big one that's projected to happen up in the northwest, off the coast of the northwest, sometime soon, vaguely within the next few decades. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen, you know, down the line. 
Um, Would you say you're prepared for something like that? Mm, Probably not as much as I could be. I mean, how do you prepare for something like that if it's supposed to be what tidal wave they're thinking or something like that if it goes off the coast? Like, we have never seen anything like that up here, so I don't know if our infrastructure is ready, but... That's scary, yeah. We'll see. (laughs) I just can't believe how many people passed away. That's sad. The death tolls are definitely pretty high, especially with that one in um, Ecuador. But hopefully the missing people will be found, Mm -hmm. the injured people will be okay, Mm -hmm. um, and we'll see what else happens. And then sort of switching gears and switching moods (laughs) to Netflix, of course, everybody's favorite streaming website. Um, So somebody who also experiences tragedy, but not on the scale of natural disaster, is Kimmy Schmidt. Um, who is played by Ellie Kemper from The Office. Love her. Um, So the Netflix original Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt came back with season two of its series. And I think think it did really well in its first season. I think it was like crazy popular. Oh, yeah. So on April 15th, on Friday, um, season two came out. And I'm on episode four or five right now. I'm still at the beginning. Um, But I still think it was as funny as last season. Is it? It's com- it's full of the societal jabs here and there. And I think you really need to like read the series or not read the series, but like look into it farther because on the surface it looks like, oh, they're being obnoxious or, oh, there's a lot of like racial mm-hmm. tension going on or, you know, like, are they being racist? Are they being right. this way? Are they, are they being that way? Exactly. But then I think you need to keep in mind that Tina Fey is one of the executive producers Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. writers. And this season, um, Fred Armisen has made a couple appearances. So I feel like there's some Portlandia vibes happening. They're making fun of it. You can tell now. But I know there's so many people who don't understand that they're making fun of society in a lot of ways and they take the show seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think once you get past that, it's a really it's it's a treat for sure. Is she still in NYC? She's still in New York City. She's still in the same apartment. Um, With uh, Titus Andromeda. Yes, <laughs> Titus is back, and he's amazing. He's <laughs> as amazing, as fabulous as he was in the first season. He does his musical numbers, his outfits. Yes. It's amazing. He has a love interest. I won't do any more spoiler alerts. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, don't spoil. But that's it. That's okay. it. There's some love in this season for sure. Uh, but, yeah, it's really great. Fred Armisen, like I said, is back, and he's definitely a creepy character, but I love him. It's not surprising. Exactly, right? It brings (laughs) me comfort because of Portlandia, and I love Portlandia. Oh, yeah. So um, have you watched any of season two yet? Nope. Are you planning on streaming it anytime soon? Yeah, I'll probably binge. Binge watch. Are you a binger? Next couple weekends, maybe. Yeah. Next weekend. There you go. Yeah. I mean, the episodes are really short, and they're easy to get Mm -hmm. through. And they're hilarious every time. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. But yeah, so it's full of full of hilarity, full of all of that. I think um, Kimmy is as funny as ever. Um, and the plot just keeps thickening um, every which way it goes. I feel like you either love the show or you hate it. Yeah, I think it's one of those. everybody is, I feel like. Well, because it is a little out there. I mean, she's a little, she's quick. She's kind of obnoxious, but mm-hmm. I love her. Are there, any, are there any other like Netflix originals that you're into? Well, Jessica Jones. Mm, I haven't Marvel seen it. Marvel superheroes. It's good. It's a good. And one. Daredevil superheroes. Marvel. <laughs> Netflix. They're, nice. both, they're both good. They're great. I'll have to check it out. Well, that's it for this week. It is week three here on campus. And that's what happened in the news. Some good, some bad. We'll have to see what happens next week. Is it week three or is it week four? 
It's week four. <laughs> I like it's to pretend it's week I mean, three. Yeah, exactly. We're already halfway done. Senior year almost. Senior term. Yeah, so beginning of week four. That's crazy. This term is almost halfway through. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for listening. You just heard a great conversation <laughs> by um, Nagina Pirzad, opinion columnist. You can follow me on Twitter at Nagina Pepina. And Tanner Owens. You can follow me on Twitter at T underscore Owens 21. Thank you for listening. <laughs>